Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So, welcome along to this week's podcast. We're, we're a man short, Richard, aren't we? We are a man short. David, you see, can we let him in? Well, he's outside. You know, I'm uh, not sure if he's if, if he's barred from this one as well, is he? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Mr. Thomas is here. Come on in, Dave. A rather laboured introduction then, but I think, I think yeah. that point is well made. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's been a strange week for you, David, hasn't it? Well, it, it hasn't, it hasn't. Uh, um, I, I, Obviously, you're referring to the fact that the the press as a whole, yes, this certainly yeah. wasn't just uh, yours truly, um, was excluded from Monday's uh, annual shareholders meeting, which the club, any company, is perfectly entitled to do. Um, but it was the first uh, time that's happened. Yes, isn't it? It, it it was, and I I, 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 you know, I completely accept that there was there's nothing personal in it at all. I get on fine with. Uh, all the staff and all the all the directors of the club, and it certainly wasn't anything. It wasn't as a result of anything that's happened, either in print or out of print, or uh, that. It was just uh, um, uh, an apparent desire by certain shareholders, and presumably we're talking about sort of people fairly close to the top of the club, to sort of conduct the meeting in private. Which, of course, it wouldn't. It was never mm. going to happen in this day and age. And. Uh, um, uh, I, I think, if anything, my impression of the meeting, and in fact, David Phillips, uh, the, the chairman, was very ready and to make a statement afterwards. But um, I think uh, um, he's in a position at the moment where he can, the, the, the uh, shareholders who actually attended the meeting, and uh, the members of the press who, who listened to his statement afterwards, were, were about the same in terms of learning anything. In other words, it was um, precious little said, and the most common answer to most questions was no comment. It's, um, it must be enormously frustrating for everybody connected with the club. Yes, it is. And, Supporters and, and yeah. all the way up to the top. And, and, and he has come out and said as much, uh, um, which isn't rocket science and nobody was shattered to hear it. But um, I, I would think if you were Gaming International and the chairman of the company that you're supposed to be buying is coming out and saying how frustrated he is at the mm. failure of the, the takeover to go through, that probably wouldn't go down... Uh, too well, but having said that, I don't think that there are. Uh, I I'm not aware of any real differences between um, Gaming International and Torquay United over this, uh, and I think um, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out that the uh, um, w- that the territory that we're in here is between Gaming International and Torbay Council, who own yeah, the Plainmore. The, that's the third party, very much. That's this, right. Uh, who own the Plainmore? Um, is it the obstacle that is that? Well, exactly. But well, you know, we referred to it in the paper this week in those ways. And, and 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 don't get me wrong, I'm not apportioning any blame to either Gaming International or Torbay Council. I, you'd need to be a fly on the wall of those meetings yeah. to know that one way or another. But you know, Torbay Council are the landlords at Plainmore, and they have the land that a club would need for building a new stadium and Gaming International will build for, for building a new stadium. Which and might the, not be a Playmore, of course. No, of course not, no. And, and, and there are whole sorts of issues over that. Um, we're talking about, you know, uh, the value of Playmore, uh, the yeah, value of yeah. another site, all sorts of, of, of really big issues and, and that, that would either make or break a deal. And... Um, and in in the and meantime, can, and in the meantime, David Phillips is is, is the chairman of Talk United. He's sort of having to hold the fort yeah. in a way, in yeah. terms of 
public knowledge and information. And, and um, you know, he, he, in many ways, he and the board are damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. They, 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 there is nothing they can say. Exactly. People, um, you, you read people saying, why aren't they saying anything? The information isn't coming out of the club. But, of no. course, they're tied to, tied to legal boundaries, aren't they? They, they are. And it, it's a bit like I was saying to, to one supporter who, who was sounding off, a perfectly good fan and, and best mm, interest of yeah. the club at heart the other day, and I said, well, if I ring you up as a third party in the middle of you selling your house to somebody and say, oh, by the way, what's the details of you selling your house to him? And you'd tell me where to go, wouldn't you? Now, I know, you know, the, it, the, re, the difference in talking about it is that it is a public body in, yeah, in many people ways. People do feel an ownership. And they feel an ownership United, of it. But that doesn't, make, that doesn't make it any easier for, you know, the directors and the chairman at a time like this, you know. And uh, I, 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 I know for a fact from talking to him privately that David Phillips and the board would love to come out and say uh, all sorts of things and details about what's been going on. But, you know, they can't at the moment. And um, I, I do get the feeling that things are starting to move to yeah. ahead here. And I think we'll have a resolution pretty soon. I know we've said this before and I know the club has said it before. But uh, technically this thing has more or less got to be resolved one way or another by the end of this month. That's when the period of exclusivity runs yeah. out. Um, now, uh, many supporters are very rightly saying, well, if this doesn't happen, you know, and and let's face it, you know, David Phillips was um, uh, has been, you know... <laughs> looked at this for a long time they that they felt that yeah. that in the absence of anything else this was the best deal going now if it falls through you know now you are in difficult territory you know because but there is there is a plan b so he says, he says yeah. so he says yeah. um and uh, um uh, you know, we'll have to wait and, and see what 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 that is. Um, uh, and uh, it's it's just uh, this is all going on, of course, weeks before the start of the season. Pre-season's underway, which we will get on to in a second. You know, and it hasn't it isn't great for this to be going on, especially when last season finished with this yeah. still going on. Yeah, and here yeah. we are. So, and in um, the meantime, there there has been some money spent, hasn't there? There's oh been, yeah, the, the, man, the money's been made available to the manager. That's right. And and one of the one of the facts that to emerge from, from the annual meeting that, that the money that Gaming International have already put in, and I think people have sort of look quite a few people have sort of blackened them a little bit with, mm. with, with, without due cause or reason. Um, they've done an awful, to my knowledge, they've done a hell of a lot of work on this deal. They, they, they've been down, they've looked through the club, they've interviewed staff. Um, you know, it's not like they're just sort of s- sitting in Swindon saying, oh yeah, well, whenever. You know, um, uh, they, 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 they've done work on all of this, but of course they are developers and stadium managers yeah. and, and their top interest in coming here is to move Torquay United at some stage in the future to a new stadium, which David Phillips and the board hope and presumably have planned would, would be a vehicle for Torquay United, Torquay United's revenue to yeah. increase to the point where they become a much more sustainable you know, a business Indeed. going forward. And that, of course, is the, the ultimate object of all of this. Absolutely. Well, um, it's it's it is it's going on, isn't it? I think we're, we're I getting, think closer, we're getting closer. closer. Absolutely. I, I Do you don't think th- this time next week we might know something? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It, this yeah. is between. This is this is. I get the firm impression now. This is between Gaming International and Torbay Council, um, and uh, we shall see uh, um, what 
if any, uh, you know, it's difficult territory, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. because the Torbay Council are acting on behalf of what you and I used to call ratepayers, um, yeah, uh, and, uh, uh, and th- they are not entirely free to, you know, make assurances and, uh, um, you know, everybody wa- is watching everybody yeah. like a hawk these days, aren't they? And uh, this is... You know, not easy territory. No. And do we still think that that land that's not all that far from where we are now, land down at Nightingale Park, is is the main site that's being looked I at? I think that's favourite at the yeah. moment. Yeah, for for a new stadium, um, it, it's uh, it, it's big enough. It's, Transport links are good down all, there, aren't they? All the, yeah. is that, all of that is is it's is on perfect. the gateway, isn't it? Exactly. I can't think of a better site geographically for it. It is. Um, I mean, it is a public open space, but it used to be a tip, didn't it? Well, it, it did, but um, you, you have to hand that over to the surveyors mm. and the uh, and the builders, don't you, to deal with that? Yeah. Uh, I've heard bad news about that. I've heard people say to me, "Oh, don't worry, you can get over that these days. You know, that, that that's no problem." Who do you believe? I'm not a professional oh, okay. in that in that area. Um, so I, I think one one of the other things is that because neither the club nor Gaming International have been able to or, or, or have been willing to give any details about their future plans for the club. I, th- I think if Gaming International had come in and been or in a position to, I'm not quite sure which is the case, to actually say, look, this is what we want to do, this is why we want to buy the club, because we're gonna, our plan is to do this, this and this, I think that would have been yeah. a big help in selling the whole idea uh, to the supporters. But there's just been a complete... Mm. Um, uh, blanket uh, of, of of information, and I think that that has led to quite a lot of, okay. of frustration, understandably. Mm. But uh, we are where we are. Indeed. Well, that's the takeover talk taken care of for this week's podcast. Come back to us in the second half, and we'll tell you the five things that we learned from the game at Salt Ash on Tuesday night, and we'll look ahead to the Argyle game, which is coming up on Saturday. <laughs>